welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of the movies and brews podcast where we talk movies and we drink some brews i'm jordan staring me through the screen here is a another adopted tenenbaum daniel daddy doesn't talk about me much <laughs> that's right so today we are talking another wes anderson classic the royal tenenbaums starring gene hackman angelica houston ben stiller luke wilson owen wilson bill murray gwen paltrow and a bunch of others so sit back relax grab a drink and i got nothing today and cheers. daddy i want money cheers cheers what are you drinking on your end today uh i got something from the beer store it's from ruse brewing and it's called reverse world american style ipa so I've got Little Beast Brewings, uh, Flemish Gold, a Belgian-style golden ale, which I've never had. So here we go. Oh, that's really cool artwork on yours. Robots. I like it. That's got to be a fun job, designing the artwork for these companies. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. I was at the store the other day, and some lady like asked me what a cream ale was, and I'm like, uh, I kind of told her, because I'm like, I don't really know what makes a cream ale a cream ale, because I don't usually drink them. But then I'm like, I gave her like a brief description, which I was pretty sure what it was, and then I'm like, but honestly, lady, I just pick it from whatever label looks cool, <laughs> and then I go, I go with it. This uh, Belgian style golden ale is really good. <laughs> nice definitely got a winner there all right daniel let's move along here and let's get into our segment of movie news do you have something for us this week yeah i got a few things uh one is they set the wandavision premiere date for january 15th awesome so not too far away just a couple months so happy birthday to me um and then Oh shit, that's actually breaking because I had heard that they were just going to put they're going to put Wonder Woman 1984 in theaters on Christmas Day and then 2 weeks later on HBO Max. Really? Yes. But I now I'm looking at something from Rotten Tomatoes that they just tweeted an hour ago that Wonder Woman 1984 will now release on HBO Max as well as theaters on Christmas Day. Oh shoot. So we have Soul and Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas. I know. Christmas to us. Double feature. Like one for mom and everybody, you know, just all the parents. And then we'll be like, all right, dad, now we can watch the other one. One for the rest of us. Awesome. So So that's kind of interesting. That's That's, awesome. That's new. And I don't think you're going to have to pay $30 to see um, Soul. I think it's just going to stream. From yes, what so I understand. Stream. They did confirm that. Okay, good, good. However, like, I don't know if what, like, maybe HBO will do that or if it, I don't know. Cause I, from my understanding, they, like, HBO Max doesn't have the subscriber. I mean, that came out a little bit ago and they don't have the subscriber base that they want. So it's possible that that's one of the things they're like, yeah, we're releasing on Christmas Day to get subscribers in, like, people through the door. Pretty cool. I mean, for a blockbuster like that to be released same day, it's crazy. Man, these poor uh, studios. And then I have a couple other things. It's more just uh, 
Scream 5 wrapped up, and I just want to talk about that because Shiloh and I had just watched 1 through 4. They made a fifth? Okay, I didn't even know they were making a fifth. Yeah, and it's still got the same actors. Even uh, Courtney Cox is coming back. Jeez. Is uh, Arquette still in these, or is he? Yeah, he he is. He is, okay. I think he's coming back, too. Are they still married? I don't remember. They're not married anymore. They're married for for 10 years. Well, by the... fourth movie they were divorced but they were still in it together um but yeah apparently it has wrapped production and settled on the title of scream so it's literally just going to be scream 2022 it's called scream 5 i don't know why they wouldn't call everything else is scream 1 2 3 4 just call it scream 5 well the first one is called just scream so i don't know yeah I don't know, but like, I don't know if they're doing that because they're kind of trying to like do like a soft reboot. I don't know. But we'll see. So yeah, that's going to come out on January 14th of 2022. So that'll be fun. Interesting. Uh, Other than that, the only thing I got to say is that fucking Mandalorian episode was sick. The last one? Yes. Good episode. Yeah. When this wraps up, we're going to have to do a Mandalorian episode. Oh, talk, I'll do. Yeah. Talk all of season two. I'll probably rewatch the whole thing start to finish. I mean, I'm watching it weekly and having a good time. I'll probably start over and just watch the whole thing over and then we'll talk about it. That's what I did. Like, yeah, I did that too. Bryce Dallas Howard taking after her dad, doing some directing. I know. I, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, I don't I don't know his his kids' names, you know. But I, I only know Bryce just because she's an actress and in, in the in the uh, world that he's in. Okay. maybe some of his other kids are i just know bryce though yeah well i was just like i was watching a, like a breakdown of some stuff and i'm like okay i know all this stuff because i watched the clone wars and then it's just like also oh, directed by bryce does like ron howard's daughter i'm like oh shit probably should should have been obvious to me but I-, I, I hope the rumors are true that robert rodriguez is directing an episode i keep looking for his name well, one thing I've been watching it for, too, is I've been trying to look and see, based on style, if it's probably his. So far, yeah. I mean, really like that one, like, I don't know, like, no major spoilers, I guess, but when they're, well, I don't know. I mean, watch the show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't spoil, spoil it, Daniel. Anything. But it was just so fun. And then they, they this happened, and then when they the flew down and landed, in the... but seriously, when they were flying around and that fucking score that was going, they was just like doo doo doo, and like it de- didn't necessarily feel like star like a Star Wars score, but it kind of was awesome. I still loved it. How it was just like very rocky and like yeah, let's it was still. Pre- I've talked to a lot of people in the last week, and they loved this last episode. Good, it was so much fun. My only, I had one complaint about this episode, and I don't think it's a spoiler is when our heroes are confronted by stormtroopers i wanted a little more stakes i wanted yeah just a little bit higher stakes like i wanted one of our heroes to lose a limb or something just something because it was four against a lot gavin or not gavin sorry jordan i know that you never watched the clone wars but there's no fucking way bo katan or her crew is going to lose a limb to a fucking stormtrooper that's fine <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying i want nice have, slightly I higher stakes to make it a little more intense otherwise bit, great episode a little bit more of a struggle instead of them just literally mowing through everyone yes otherwise again great episode 
I get like that. That makes sense. If there's a bit more of a challenge, because yeah, they're pretty much mowing through everybody. Yeah. But good stuff, though. Good stuff. Well, here's one thing, Daniel, in this last week. Did you see a trailer for something coming out in a few days? Something coming out in a few days? Yeah. No. A reunion for a show that goes something like this? Oh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No Espoleta. Oops. Yep. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air cast is back, and I can't wait to watch the reunion. What is it going to be like? Like it's just going to be them coming to like the living room setting and just talking about the show and production and just it's just the cast getting together for the first time in years. Well, that's fun. And I think both moms are going to be there. No fucking way. I saw. I, I think they got both of them. That, and they're like, they're like, there's no way she's going to come back. But that would be cool. I am so I there's probably gonna be some real touching James Avery moments, but yeah, I'm gonna so miss him being a part of this. Yeah. I'm still glad they're doing it though. And yeah, it's supposed to be I think they said the nineteenth is when it drops. So it's coming up. I mean, what is today? Today's the eighteenth. So Okay, so it's uh, here. By the time you guys hear this, it's here. Yeah. Woo! Boom boom boom. All right. all about how. The trailer was. <coughs> excuse. <coughs> Jeez. <coughs> ah, the trailer was in my recommends the other day, and I yes, yeah, I like, clicked on that thing so quick. I mean, that's gonna be cool. There is. Well, there's supposed to be a trailer. Like it hasn't dropped yet. It's supposed to actually drop tomorrow. But there's a Tom Holland Daisy Ridley movie slated called chaos walking and we're trailer's gonna drop tomorrow like i just saw the posters that they put out today and i'm like it i can't tell if just off of the posters if it's like supernatural aliens i mean there's a lot of constellations and like seeing the stars and stuff so i don't know it looks very like it could be like based around aliens or something that'd be pretty cool well, look forward to the trailer. All right. Well, why don't we move on here? Unless you've got some other really big news here. Why don't we move on? And let's talk some other things we saw this week. So I have two movies, but they're both ones I've talked about on the show before. So I'm just going to keep it super brief. I've been fortunate enough this last month to be able to go up to the state of Washington above us and go see a couple movies and theaters open up there since nothing's open in Oregon. I've seen some good classics. Well, this last week I saw Toy Story one for its 25th anniversary on the big screen amazing i mean what can you say we've talked about toy story a bunch on this show great movie groundbreaking and just started the whole you know just changed movies forever but yeah so much fun to go see toy story one on the big screen again and then the next movie they showed right before they closed because things are shutting down again was guardians of the galaxy that's that's awesome. Yeah, went with our dad, and we, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. We were, ta- yeah, again, another favorite of the show. Definitely top three Marvel movies, I think, for both of us. Oh yeah. So yeah, always a pleasure to go see that one on the big screen. But yeah, it's been a fun month though. Empire Strikes Back, Toy Story, Nightmare Before Christmas, and now Guardians. Fuck man, I totally. I'm like, I, just, I don't know, man. With things ramping up, it's sketchy. But if you're like. If you had invited me, I would have showed up for Empire. 
I'm sorry. The fact that just in my entire 26 years, sure, there's never been a pandemic, but do you know what's also never happened in my 26 years? An original trilogy movie in theaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I probably would have. I probably would have just. I mean, you told me. I probably was just like. I told him. I just have my six feet stick and smacked me. Like, get the fuck away from me! I'm here for Star Wars. At where I'm sitting, there wasn't anybody within six feet radius, so there'd be nobody to hit with the stick. Then I just walk up to everybody that's talking during it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, could have used you at Nightmare for Christmas. Yeah, these last two viewings were fine. Nobody talked at all. Loved it. Everyone just shut up and enjoyed the movie. But yeah, so much fun to see. The, I wish, hopefully, this the, when this theater opens again in a couple weeks, I think it's just supposed to be a couple weeks they have off, uh, they'll put the other Toy Story films back on. I'd love to see two and three on the big screen again. Dude, they were supposed I don't know to, why. They're so easy to watch. Like, you can just watch all of them in, like, one go, pretty much. Yeah, I love it. Such good movies. Makes me cry every time. They're so good. There's almost a tearjerk moment coming up uh, that I never experienced before. Now that I've seen the fourth movie and know what happens at the end of the fourth is mm-hmm. when Buzz and Woody first land back in the van. And he's like, Buzz, Woody, here they are in the van the whole time. Anyway, then they look, it over, look over at each other and wink. That was almost like, oh, oh they're going to be separated soon. Spoiler. Yeah. That's sad. But so good. So good. Masterclass. Still not completely sure if I count the fourth as a movie because I still love the trilogy as one trilogy. The only thing that my main complaint of the fourth one, it's still really good. The animation's amazing, but I still feel like they did buzz dirty. Yeah. I well, just... all, the, all our favorite characters were just... <laughs> did you see the Honest trailer they put out for it t- yesterday? No, I didn't. They literally make fun of the fact that all the... Uh, Voice act, same voice actors that all these years come back to voice all the you know, characters that we love like Jesse and Rex just to basically say Buzz and Woody all throughout the movie. Yeah. Buzz! Woody, it's you! Or, but yeah. And I, just, I hated how they side put those characters on the side this time around. Yeah, I still... Just to introduce I, new merchandise, or uh, toys. I, in, I, I had fun. I liked the movie overall, but I still think the way Buzz acts in the fourth one is something that he some shit that he would pull in the first one but not the second or third one yeah i don't know i have my beef with it but the first three are masterpieces perfect trilogy you, i mean other than the original star wars you can ask for a better trilogy may lord of the rings too oh, anyway man. moving on did you see anything fun this week you know not gonna lie i sat down and i tried to watch new mutants did you fortunately i was because i was did like yeah plastered? like what did you get plastered first i was i was on my way and i'm like yeah i'm gonna watch new mutants but it was like 16 dollars, and you can only buy it so you can't rent it yet so i went to my favorite not legal site and they had it but none of the like the streams were good the only one that worked was bad quality. So I'm like, you know, even though this is going to be bad, I don't want to watch it in shitty quality. I want it to be shitty in HD. <laughs> HD shit. But you can rent it now at Redbox, I think. So I might go and pick it up. Maybe oh, after Oh, really? I think so. Because I literally got a code that said, oh, a free Redbox rental in the 
and it showed the new mutants like as the poster so i'm like i might just go rent it from redbox in a while like it's been a few years now but huh i don't know i i do want to see it just see how bad it is i know i'm like i'm not gonna pay 16 dollars. but i'm so beyond like giving a shit like i just don't even care anymore i know that's why i'm like i I don't know if i i'm like i didn't know if i needed to watch some like watch it with somebody or if i just need to sit down and get plastered well in case you need a palate cleanse afterwards logan is on our digital library so you can watch that afterwards yeah that's the thing is i'd like to sit down and watch it but i'm like ah or i could watch x2 or Or literally anything better most of the x-men movies are probably better than that movie yeah i don't know but you, so he didn't get around to it yet i i tried but i didn't work out Dang. so i'm gonna try but now that i think it's in Redbox, i'm gonna try again real soon. Your, your review of cats was awesome i'd love to hear your review for uh new mutants Oop. uh-oh 5 30 but yeah so i don't really have anything to report this week okay that's fine well then let's move on here and let's get into our main movie on tap the royal Tenenbaums. All right, we are back talking another Wes Anderson classic, The Royal Tenenbaums, written by Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson. And directed by Wes Anderson, starring Gene Hackman, Angelica Houston, Ben Stiller, Luke Wilson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Owen Wilson, Bill Murray, Danny Glover, and Alec Baldwin as the narrator. Nice. Quite the cast there. Uh, so I'm curious to hear your impressions of this, because I, I saw this in its original theatrical run, and I actually don't think I've seen it since then. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. I'm gonna start out with this movie. This movie uh, made me think, "Hey, maybe Wes Anderson isn't my thing." Yeah. Like, I mean, like I, I enjoyed the movie for the most part, but I'm like, I. It it's kind of falls into a weird category because, like, <laughs> real quick, no, no, I thought, no, what I thought you were gonna say. What? I thought you were gonna be like, "Hey, maybe my family isn't that bad." Oh. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna say that. <laughs> Actually, this family's actually not that bad. They're just weird, out-of-touch rich people. That's what the family is. Anyway, continue, continue. But yeah, I'm like, watch this. I'm like, you know what? Maybe Wes Anderson isn't my thing. Like, I guess it kind of falls on the... I've heard of how, like, stylized Wes Anderson is, I guess. Or at least this is still earlier. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'd still, like, further down the line, Wes Anderson, like watching the trailer for the French connect or not the French connection, this French dispatch, I think it's called the movie that hasn't come out yet. That's Bill Murray. It's super stylized. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that looks very cool, but I guess we haven't gotten to the stylized Wes Anderson. I hear so much about like the filmmaking is still good, but I'm like, it's kind of like leaning into being stylized. So when it just kind of looks weird, because I don't think it goes far enough into it yet. But I yeah. love stylized movies. I'm so thinking of I, watching Life Aquatic here pretty soon. Okay. Maybe, I have maybe a feeling. That's it. Maybe, maybe I just really like his, like, when he goes for it, just goes for the stylization over everything else. Well, I think that Moonrise Kingdom and definitely the Grand Budapest, Budapest. Grand Budapest Hotel has that. So maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just not to the Wes Anderson that I'm going to like yet. 
Like I enjoy this movie. Gene Hackman fucking makes this movie. Oh, he is I amazing. Love his like when he was talking to him, like, I know who that is. Who is it? And then when they go through like the the sequence or when they introduce the cast and they like, oh, like Gene Hackman as Royal. And I'm like, holy shit, it's Gene Like that makes so much sense. He nails it. He's so good in the role. Yeah, he won a globe for this. He wasn't Oscar nominated, surprisingly. I'd have to see what what was nominated that year, but uh, he did win a globe for this. Okay, well, yeah, like his performance makes it for every time he's on screen. I love it. Every time he's not, I want him to be back. He's great. He 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 is genius in this. Which they also the whole cast is great though. I mean, I love everybody. Like Ben Stiller in this type of role. This is the first time I had ever seen Ben Stiller like. I guess a little more serious because I used to I'm used to seeing like him as Zoolander and that kind of stuff. So to see him in this was different, but really cool at the same time. And I I love him and his sons, like how they all dress the same, <laughs> same Adidas outfits and everything. Yeah, you know, as far as the characters that I like the most, obviously Gene Hackman's like Royal, very tippy top. Oh, definitely. But then I definitely like Gwyneth Paltrow's like so unbelievably depressed and like moody character. Yeah, her Margot. Yes. And then I like Ben Stiller's character. Uh, I think those are my three favorites. Owen Wilson. I was like, okay, he. It's still like kind of very Owen Wilson, like his. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah. Kind of like, is like this I weird, out, weird. Druggy friend of the family, but at the same time, just feels like Owen Wilson at the same. Also, yeah, like I know he does. He has, he has done more serious stuff that works well. So I thought I was gonna get not the Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson mm-hmm. in a Wes Anderson, but I feel like I did. So that was kind of disappointing. And who was the other guy? Oh, I guess Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. I did like. His, He's I great. mean, I Richie. Like his character is Richie. And he has a weird, unexpected turn that I didn't see coming. Yeah. But I top favorite of the kids are Margot and um Chaz. Chaz, yeah. Yeah, Margot, Chaz, Richie. They he cracked me up. And yeah, his kids that are just super curly hair, all of them wear their their little jumpsuits cracked me up. But yeah, like overall, like I said, like Right now, I do not feel like Wes Anderson is for me, but Gene Hackman made this movie for me. And I enjoyed it more than the last Wes Anderson movie. So that's something. That's good. Yeah. Um, Again, saw this originally when it was in theaters. I liked it back then. I don't think I'd see anything like it. I mean, I was just around 2001 starting to watch dramas more, you know, because growing up in the 90s, all about the comedy, the Chris Farley, the Adam Sandler mike myers that kind of thing so this was kind of me starting to get into things like almost famous high fidelity and the royal tannenbaums <laughs> the royal tannenbaums so you know actually i wanted to mention that the intro for this like introducing the characters and their relationships with each other i had a thought because there's a show on netflix it's like a superhero based show well obviously it's based off of the comic book called umbrella academy Mm -hmm. um and you might have heard of it i still need to see well it's like the character intros it feels so similar to the royal tannenbaums it makes me think like i feel like it's partially inspired by like the family dynamic because there's a lot of crossover like it literally has a narrator talking about like oh all these particular i mean 
the only major difference is they have superpowers and they were all adopted, not only one. But like how they interact <laughs> with each other is kind of similar. Like they all just kind of like resent each other. And there's also this weird relationships with like one like them like you know, kind of how like Margot and Richie. It's kind of like it's a similar relationship to that. So there's a lot of crossover that makes you think like it was possibly Royal Tannenbaum's inspired. And, yeah, might have been. I do need to check out that show. I hear it's great. I like it. I've heard good things about it. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, I guess starting at the beginning, that was probably one of my favorite parts, too, is I just love the character introduction, especially when they're all kids, like, individually going through their lives, like, talking about Chaz and how he's got his whole room is set up as an office, invented the Dalmatian hamster. Yeah. But just, yeah, just all of you know, getting into finances and everything early and stock market kind of stuff. I love that. And again, even when she was like, you know, the flashbacks when she was a kid, Margo, again, it was when she was my favorite of the three kids to watch, but yeah, them showing her like on the rooftop smoking and things like that. And that, I love that part of the whole movie is how her smoking is just a kept secret for 22 years. Nobody knows. But yeah, they show her and Richie running off together and living in a museum for a while. And just things like that that are just hilarious but i did like the introductions quite a bit of all the characters from when they were kids to where they are now i mean i love yeah margo's like introduction probably was one of my favorites because she's like yeah like you know no one knows she's no one knows she smoked she's been smoking for 22 years no one knows but one of my things was like yeah she disappeared for a month and then came back without a finger yeah and no one knows why no finger eventually find out why but i'm just like yeah she left for a month when she was an adult and came back with one less finger and she does no one knows why she how she lost a finger which also puts like an emphasis on how moody she is when she like kind of taps her fingers but since she has that one wooden finger it's just super loud right (laughs) i did really like that when she was talking to bill murray like oh how are you i'm fine He's like, okay, well, I guess I'll leave you alone. Yeah. Uh, Was it in the flashback sequence of her birthday? When they, for her 11th birthday, she puts on one of her plays that she wrote. All three kids perform. And just asking their dad, like, so what'd you think? He's like, eh. Oh, see, what did he say? He goes, I still think it's very realistic. He goes, yeah, it didn't seem believable to me. They're just like, what? It's like, sweetie, don't be mad. It's just one man's opinion. <laughs> but she like puts the, his gift back, gives his gift back to him, and then takes all the rest of her presents upstairs. Right as they're about to sing "Happy Birthday" and blow out candles, and she just goes upstairs, all the presents. Um, I didn't realize that that was. I, I should have known that, but I didn't realize the gift that she handed him was handing his gift back to him. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, that cracked me up just like that. It wasn't very believable. It was like wasn't believable he's like well you know just like a bunch of animals like it just didn't seem realistic <laughs> it's just, oh what a just dick. sweetie don't be mad it's just one man's opinion <laughs> oh good stuff good stuff oh i just i guess i just it was just fun to kind of watch yeah the dysfunction of this family i mean yeah we, so we see them as kids we see them we catch up to them grown up that's a good sequence too i like the ben stiller's um chaz getting his kids up for that alarm <laughs> Yeah. By the time they get outside. Four and a half minutes. We're all dead. I know. And I'm like, I'm really glad. Okay. I'm going to say like, 
I don't think that's super spoily, but I'm really glad they bring his character full circle by the end of the movie because he has like one of the more tragic backstories in his adult life. Losing his wife, yeah. With, yeah, losing the his whole wife. Family. The oh, whole family was in the plane crash, but only his wife died. Even the dog and the kids survived. So then he becomes just extra protective over them and kind of like goes a little crazy, which mm-hmm. understandable. It was only like a year before we see him now. Yeah. So which... I really like how they do actually like that's that's why I said Ben Stiller's like one of my favorites because they actually bring his character like all the way around and it makes sense where he ends up. I don't know. I just really liked him because he had the most intense backstory, I guess. So this, this was one of my favorite royal moments that has Chaz around too is uh, he's talking about visiting his mother, her tombstone, and they're like, Richie's like, oh, Rachel's buried out there too. Who? Chaz's like, my wife? Oh, that's right. Well, we'll have to swing by her grave too. <laughs> just says it's so casual. Eh, we'll swing by her grave. We'll stop by there too. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> uh, like I said, Gene Hackman makes this movie. I mean, like not only like I think it's and maybe it just helps because Gene Hackman's such a good actor. Like from Rushmore, like I didn't really like the protagonist because he was kind of creepy. He was kind of a dick, and he didn't really come around to being like lovable to me but then you get Roald Tannenbaum who's more uh, he's kind of creepy he kind of stalks his wife sometimes he's kind of a dick and just horrible to his kids <laughs> until like obviously he's the whole thing is he's trying to turn things around but you actually he feels very sympathetic even though like he's lying about an illness just to get them to be around him uh, the, the reveal scene is one oh, of my I guess favorites that's, I guess that's technically a spoiler yeah maybe we should say spoiler movie from 2001 i recommend it but yeah from now on we're gonna be talking some spoilers yeah so but like that and i'm like he still comes off as sympathetic and overall like he did something crazy because he's kind of an eccentric rip rich type person obviously but he's also just like he's very sympathetic and he just really just seems like he's actually really trying to just actually get to know his family so i and again, Gina Ackman's acting like helps it a lot. Oh, totally. Now, one, but, one of my favorite sequences is when he takes the grandsons and they just go off on an adventure together. I wrote from, that down. From I really swimming, but to, just, I mean, just everything they did was just so funny. Um, <laughs> taught him like, how to shoplift. I mean, that does crack me up when he was talking to his wife and just like, or his estranged wife, I guess we should say. They haven't been together for like 20 some years, but they were technically still married. Yeah, never got officially divorced. Yeah, but to have him be like, I just need to inject a little bit of recklessness into those boys. She's like, I think that's horrible advice. But at the same time, like, yeah, he's overprotecting his kids. So you got to show him a little danger, teach them how to jaywalk a little bit. Yeah, like, oh, that, so that, that cracked me up. They, they're standing there waiting until it says, don't walk, and then they run. <laughs> across the road go 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 they drive around go-karts around like a construction site or something my favorite part though is on the uh, side of the dump truck yeah Uh, that was so funny but yeah that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie it's just him taking his grandsons out and showing them a good time and just throwing water balloons at cars and everything like that so yeah you know and i was also thinking i did like too when he's like he goes up to them when they're at like a rooftop gym or something and he introduces himself 
and he's just hey i'm your grandpa but uh you didn't see me and i just need you to make sure your dad like plant the idea that you want to get to know me you know just don't say i was here just tell them like you know we'd really get and then it flashes over like you know it seems like we should get to know i mean maybe if he's dying you know we'll never get another chance and they just totally subtly manipulates his dad into like opening the door for him too yeah that did crack me up uh, such good so good uh i try to think oh one of my favorite another favorite scene is uh you know so we let's talk about um margo and bill murray's character here a little bit uh raleigh so you know she marries this it's an i guess it's just an author mainly main occupation she marries an author i guess he's a psychologist uh you know doing ex- that, that part was uh, so funny too his uh what uh his uh what would you call that kid he's a science experiment just, like he's just, just research- an experiment <laughs> and, well he's essentially researching this kid who has like a mixture of a i forget what they call it but they have a bunch of like a mixture of dyslexia colorblindness and that did crack me up when he's like I'm going like blind? making his little audio notes he's like he's got dyslexia something else and he's colorblind but he has incredible sense of hearing and then you just see him like in the way over in like the other room and just turn around he's like i'm colorblind he's like yes i'm afraid you are <laughs> or something like that. No, i liked his character quite a bit um when we see other things about Margot, I makes I'm kind of surprised in some ways that she married him, but it was still it was fun to see. Like I love the scene when her mom comes to visit, and she's sitting there in the tub with the TV, and her mom's like, "Uh, you shouldn't have electronic devices this close to a tub." She's like, "No, no, I, I tied it down really good to the radiator." You're like, "I'm a genius. See, it's tied to the radiator." I know. I'm just like, that's. It just feels so like visceral. Just like she's just a miserable genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Blaine Paltrow in this a lot. Oh, I, same, same. No. Like, I did, like from the trailer that you showed me because I watched the trailer before watching this. I didn't even realize that it was Margot Rob or not Margot Robbie. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow as Margot. Yeah. But so I was pleasantly surprised, and I did definitely like her acting in this. Oh, she was she was great. Uh, so the so uh, um, Raleigh hires a private detective to follow her around, just kind of figure out because he, he suspects she's cheating on him. Like I don't know what's going on. Our ship's down the toilet. She must be cheating. So hires the detective. That scene in his office when he hands him the file. Yes. Cut to that whole montage. You got the Ramones in the background, which was awesome. But just her like. Uh, purchasing her first, to purchasing her first cigarettes to just all the lovers she's been with. Her first husband, that Jamaican rapper. Yeah, that no one ever knew about. That no one ever knew about. No I love how at the end of all this, Bill Murray's character's like, she smokes. <laughs> I that that had me laughing out loud for sure. Like he just like that whole sequence just goes like it's so visceral. Like, it wouldn't be the same if you just reading it off, but he's like, they just show you, she's going, she went through all this stuff, and then he just ends with, oh, she smokes. And he's just fucking devastated. So funny. Uh, so, what'd you think about her relationship with Richie? I know, kind of awkward, even though not blood-related, but still kind of awkward. 
I mean, I, I'm glad they kind of even addressed them in the movie. I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. But you're not technically blood related, but still kind of weird. But I still like Gene Tapkins, just like, again, great actress. Like, you know, it's probably frowned upon, but hey, what is it these days? Yeah. And he was saying that in 2001. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, it's weird, but I guess technically, you know, I don't know. They're, it's kind of it's just kind of weird because they're raised as siblings but mm-hmm. I, I don't know i mean I, it's weird i mean she is essentially their sister adopted or not but it's yeah. yeah but you you see that you know he's richie's always loved her i mean painted her all the time tried to run away with her when they were kids i mean he was definitely into her yeah blew a match because of her and lost it basically lost his tennis career down the toilet because of her i mean at least a couple good years right yeah <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I like to, okay. Like I said, like it's I didn't hate this movie. I just don't think necessarily Wes Anderson is for me still. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good parts to this movie. It's just obviously it's a very weird movie. I mean, that's kind of Wes Anderson's thing. It's a little bit off kilter. And maybe I'm sure I would like it more once I get to like know the movie, like watch it a couple more times. Yeah. Well, all right. So we'll we'll uh start wrapping up here a little bit so i'm gonna real quick some of my favorite scenes i love the character intros like where what they were like as kids where they are now and then i i, I think one of my favorite parts is the margo yeah. file scene uh you got that i love again the, the montage of him taking his grandson's out for just a fun day and all the stuff they do great scene uh richie's um shaving scene is very emotional that's a really good scene yeah yeah that was fucked up and fucked up, yes. Um, the scene with the uh, royal when uh, so we haven't talked about him at all. Danny Glover's character Henry Sherman. Oh yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. Henry. great addition to everything. I thought, and this is the first oh, time I think I'd ever seen um, Danny Glover in anything serious because I'd always just seen him at the time of two thousand one in like Lethal Weapon movies. That was it. I Action mean, those movies. were kind of serious. What's that? I said Lethal Weapon was kind of serious. Eh, yeah, but I mean that's all I'd ever seen him in. <laughs> The guy sitting on a toilet with a bomb on it. <laughs> exactly, but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, yeah. No, I kind of forgot because I, I loved like him interacting with Tenenbaum, especially at or Royal, especially at the beginning when they're just like down each other's throats. Like that the scene kid, the where they're both scene. in like, yeah, the kitchen scene where they're just like screaming at each other. And they're just like, oh. And, you know, the wife comes in and he's just like, oh. What's going nothing, on in here? Nothing. Uh, nothing. nothing. We're just talking, and then they both leave. It that cracked me up. Yeah, I kind of forgot about his character. No, his character I thought was great, and um, the wedding scene at the end. I guess we can talk the end a little bit too. Good stuff there. I mean, you have Eli crashing into the house, going through a window, killing the dog. All that's good stuff. Uh, one of the funniest parts for me is when he's getting chased down the stairs, and they run over the priest. <laughs> And just he falls all the way down the stairs. <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah. No, I did um, like that too. Um, let me say, I'm gonna say like their dog Buckley because like they make a point of showing that Buckley survived the plane crash too with the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. I just kept thinking I'm like Buckley's just gonna like jump out from underneath the car eventually, but he never does. He's never dead. Does. Buckley He's dies. Death once, not twice yep 
so then yeah we have that one full circle scene come around with uh when gene hackman uh royal brings the uh dalmatian over it's like hey i bought this dog for you his name is spark plug yeah that tender moment though when uh chaz looks up at him and says i've had a rough year dad yeah that's what i'm talking about when ben stiller's character comes around she's like you know what dad actually breaks down like i've had a rough year and he's like yeah i know you have son like shit that got me me i'm just like oh uh." i'm glad they brought it back because he's just kind of a dick but i understand that everything else he's just had a rough ass year and then he's like finally just says it and he's just like oh man it 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 hits it does oh it's really good i mean two great actors just bring it out and I was like, oh, man. Uh, uh, but uh, I guess, yeah, the last really scene is you got the funeral. Royal does eventually pass on. Yeah. And yeah, which, funeral scene, which I, I like how they're wearing the black scene. jumpsuits. That was my favorite visual gag because that <laughs> made me laugh so hard. Because it's like, yeah, they're just like, yeah, they're all wearing jumpsuits. That's the thing. But when they switch them to black Adidas jumpsuits for the funeral, that killed me. <laughs> Okay. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was just like a like a great gag. Like they're all the same. It's not like they change colors for any other scenario no. in the entire movie. So there's just red throughout. It would have been less funny if it they did like oh we have morning jumpsuits, we have night jumpsuits, you know. But no, it's just red jumpsuits. But for the funeral, they're black. Black. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. I, so I gotta say overall, I enjoy this movie quite a bit. It's got some great parts, some really funny parts. It's definitely dark humor. It's, yeah. Yeah. Dysfunctional family, got some dark humor. But I, part of what makes it so great is just the acting is superb. I mean, especially Gene Hackman is, as Royal is my favorite. And then you have Margot, played by Gwyneth Paltrow. She's my, definitely my second favorite. Then every, but still, everybody else from Bill Murray to Luke Wilson to Ben Stiller, just they're all great. Um, Danny Glover. And yeah, Luke Wilson, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. I kind of miss the guy. Luke Wilson, yeah, you know, yeah. I, was, I was thinking about that too. I'm like, he was in everything for felt like forever. He was even in '70s show. Yeah, Is like so, he was in a lot of things for a really long time that you just don't see him anymore. What's the name of that? Casey Kelso. That's right. Yeah, he's Casey. What's up, Pinciotti? But I'm like, he was in every, I'm like, maybe he just like didn't need to act anymore. I mean, he was, again, he was in so much for a long time. I still t- need to see Idiocracy with him in it. I really need to see that too. To this day, never seen it. But anyway, but back to Royal Tenenbaums. I overall, I, I still enjoy this movie. Only seen it twice. Great movie. Definitely dark humor for sure, but so good. Yes. You know what? Actually well, talking could... about it, I, I feel a little bit higher on it than I did watching it. Well, good, good, good. But, you know, because, yeah, it's like a movie that I really liked a bunch of little parts of it. It's just so kind of, it's still just kind of weird when you smush it all together. But there's a lot of good stuff in here. And like I said, I think I mean, just... This... Go ahead. Uh-oh, you froze up. I'm just, I guess I'm just looking forward to when we get to Wes Anderson super stylized. It's coming. It's coming. Also, uh, fun fact, Jordan. Actually, I forgot, but Luke or Luke Wilson was Albuquerque in Zombieland Two that we saw last year. Okay, okay. That was the last major movie we saw him in. Okay, so it's been. He's still around. That's good. I like him. I, I, I in fact, actor-wise, I think I do like him better than his brother Owen. To be honest, Owen's funny, but he's always just kind of goofy. 
Yeah. But I don't know. Looks like he does a lot of voiceover work too. So he's been okay. working all the way through 2020. That's good. Well, I like the guy. Again, yeah. maybe part of it's just he was on the 70s show. <laughs> what he's pretty good in legally blonde. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. God, I haven't seen the movie in so long. Oh, and you have Alec Baldwin as the narrator. Good job there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I've talked about everything I want to talk about. Fun movie, great moments for sure. Great characters. It's it's just a fun watch. It's again, I don't know if the style humor is for everybody, but it's good. It's definitely yeah. a well-made movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's hard to hate on it because I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. Is the best is the worst thing I can say because I'm like, it's still. Well, maybe not for me, but it's still shot really well. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's a, there's a lot of good things going for it. Like I said, I think I'm just hoping for more. I'm trying to hang, get something that, like a stylization to hang my hat on. Like, fantastic. Mr. I think Fox. it was there as far as the colors go. The color scheme of everything goes. Yeah, I thought the color, like, I remember seeing something about it in the, like, the movie's uh, docuseries. You know, but like the shots that they showed for some reason just looked like the colors were going to pop like a lot harder, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Or a lot more. I, I don't know how to describe it. But, you know, I, like I said, Life Aquatic would probably be a good one to see more stylization. Oh, real quick. I almost forgot to mention one of my favorite parts. I can't remember the character's name, but the, the, kind of, the guy that works at the hotel with uh, Royal, the guy that's yeah. his same age, when they're out on the street, and he pulls out the Swiss Army knife and stabs him. Yeah, I didn't understand why he did it, but he's like, that's the last time I'm going to let you stab me. And then he just helps him back up. That that cracked me up, too. I don't know why he did it. It doesn't make sense. It's just but like, he did it. He's, and bad guy. he's <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Oh. It's like, he's like, that's the last time you put a knife in me. I swear to God. Swear to God. Oh, so funny. That was pretty great. Uh, I did like that. Great stuff, though. Great stuff. All right. Well, it is currently streaming on. Where is it streaming? Prime Video. Amazon Prime. There we go. So check Watch it out, it. everybody. I definitely recommend it. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think uh, what's on there right now for Wes Anderson? You've got Life Aquatic. Rushmore, Life Aquatic, and Royal Tenenbaums. I don't think anything else. I think you have to rent other stuff. Well, Fantastic Mr. Fox is on Disney Plus. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it is. Cool. So I definitely want to watch that again. I, like I said I remember enjoying it, but I only saw it when I was a kid. Well, two thousand nine. So I mean, like younger, I guess. Younger. But I think it was like right before I would have started kind of appreciating something like it more. Like yeah. I still do like stop motion animation, and I still would like to see Isle of Dogs. I never got to see that one. Yeah. Same so same same all right well let's wrap it up here daniel where can they find us find us online on twitter and instagram movies underscore brews let us know what wes anderson movie you like you like rushmore you like the royal tenenbaums let us know thanks everybody for downloading the show and sharing the podcast with others we appreciate it and we will talk to you next time on movies and brews Cheers. 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 Cheers.